Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 93. So I was talking to a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago on the idea of success and, you know, basically how to become successful, what's necessary, etc. And we came up with this idea that I want to talk about a bit. And the idea is what we called the desert. The idea of the desert is that you have to go through the desert if you want to succeed. You have to go through the desert. And it's sort of similar to the metaphor of of a keyhole, maybe. You have to focus yourself into this very small area before you come out the other side, before you can expand again. As we were discussing this, a couple different images or a couple different metaphors came to mind. And I guess the easiest one for me is, you know, it's the Jews in the desert. (laughs) It's the Jews wandering for 40 years. But what's interesting is that in the Bible, they don't start off wandering in the desert. They just go right through. It's a fast trip from Egypt to Canaan. And, And Moses sends spies, I guess, to scout out the land. And they come back and they tell the Jews who are waiting that there are very tough men living in Canaan. And the Jews don't want to fight. They don't trust God to help them defeat the Canaanites. And so God punishes them. He says, you're not ready yet. You have to spend more time in the desert. You have to go back to the desert for a generation. You still have to be purified by the desert before you can come into your birthright. So the desert is something necessary. It's necessary to make you the person who succeeds. There's this amazing song by the White Stripes. I think it's one of the shortest songs I know. These are the entire lyrics of the song. It goes, well, you're in your little room and you're working on something good. But if it's really good, you're gonna need a bigger room. And when you're in the bigger room, you might not know what to do. You might have to think of how you got started sitting in your little room. And I think that's exactly right. The place people see your success is when you're already in the big room. But that's not where you really succeeded. That's not where you became the person that you are today. All of that struggle and sacrifice and suffering and putting in the reps or, you know, the 10,000 hours, whatever metaphor works for you, all of that happens in the little room. You know, here's another example. I was reading the autobiography of Steve Martin, which is phenomenal. And one of the things that he really brings to life is how horrible (laughs) the lifestyle of a budding comedian is. Imagine you go to some just dive bar, some crappy hotel bar, some little comedy cellar with six people in the audience, and you do your routine, and, you know, you get a couple laughs, you get a lot of silence, 
you have conversations going on over it. And at the end, you get your little packet of money and you go back to some really shitty hotel room that was the cheapest thing the booker could find. And now you're alone again. And you have to rework your material. You have to go back in your mind and and prune the jokes that didn't work. You have to improve your material one little iteration at a time, one little evolutionary step at a time. You have to do this every night for years, years and years, with no fame, with no real money, with no attention. So that's what it's like in the desert. That's what it's like in the little room. You're isolated, you're all alone, and there's really not a lot of external positive feedback. There's nothing really to keep you going other than yourself. You know, I was never very interested in Tiger Woods. And then he had this insane run of failure, of bad luck and personal tragedy. I think for 10 years, between 2009 and 2019, he didn't win a single major. He had you know, a really tough divorce. He had four, I think it was four back surgeries. He even had a DUI conviction. And at the same time, he was kind of an object of fun. You know, the divorce, the, the, the drug abuse, the injuries. He was kind of this figure of worldwide mockery. So he was in the desert for 10 years, and then he came back out last year and started winning again. So what I'm curious about are those 10 years in the desert. What did he do during that time? How did he think? How did he convince himself to keep struggling and battling and practicing and trying to come back? Because, you know, he could very easily have just retired. He could have just sat on a beach for the rest of his life. But he didn't. There was something internal to him that made him practice diligently with no obvious or no immediate reward. The same thing with Roger Federer. I think his dry spell was 2012 through 2017, maybe, where he won no Grand Slams, where he was sick a lot, where he was injured a lot, where he had to go through, I think, multiple serious surgeries. So he wasn't winning. He wasn't in the limelight. He was in the desert. But just like Tiger Woods, he kept fighting. He kept practicing. He kept doing the work. He kept his discipline. He kept being deliberate about trying to get better, even though, again, he didn't have to. Or, or <laughs> Louis C.K., right? I mean, why did he keep creating material when he was probably one of the most hated people on the planet? Why not just quit? What was his life like when everyone hated him? That's what interests me. That's the time that I think matters. That's the time that, that makes us who we are. 
I think here's the trick about the desert. You can't be eager to leave the desert. You can't be always trying to get out of it. How can I put this? You can't force the exit. And if you try, you'll fail. You won't be ready. You won't take the right path. You'll take the wrong path. It won't work. And I think this is sort of a spiritual idea. This idea that you have to enjoy being in the desert. You have to enjoy the climb. You have to enjoy the struggle. You have to make the desert your home. And then, and then, when you've been in the desert for the right amount of time, when you have the right mentality, that's when the right opportunity will present itself. That's when the right road out of the desert appears. And when that happens, you will know it. Maybe it's not even the road you expected. Maybe it looks nothing like the person that you thought you were going to be. But you'll know it because you feel the right way. And again, I know that sounds kind of woo-woo, but how can I put this? You'll feel as though you're in flow. You'll be in a flow state. You'll feel just in sync with the universe. You'll be at this border between, between the known and the unknown. You'll be curious and excited and calm at the same time. And the feedback that you get as you walk down that road, it will be so obviously good. It will be obvious. Things will just work. When the right opportunity comes, it will be the easiest, most natural thing in the world. So when I see someone who looks successful, I say, that means you were doing the right things three years ago, not today. You may be doing the wrong things now, but three years ago, you were in the desert and you were doing the right things then to succeed today. And if things start to go badly again, then you got to go back to the desert. You got to go back and you got to remember who you were. You got to remember what you did in the desert, what you did in the little room. And if you do, then another road out of the desert will appear. Anyways, that's all I got this week. I'll catch you later.